What's up, y'all? It is your boy, Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're coming at you completely live once again, giving it to you the way we like to do it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, continuing to support the show. We've been doing it for a minute, and we've been having uh, some of the greatest guests, man. I'm excited about the show today. I had an opportunity to meet my guests face-to-face at the, uh, the uh, AIDS benefit that uh, my girl um, uh, put on Miss um, Janet Jackson, and I uh, had a chance to meet this lady face-to-face. She's completely stunning and uh, just just a really dope lady, man. I, I can always tell by good people, you know, I'm, I'm a real, I'm a vibe person. So with that, we're going to bring her on up for you. Her name is Kelsey Nicole. Uh, you can catch her on this season, uh, this season where she and Ghostface Killer of Wu-Tang fame are on couples therapy, man, and, and they're they're going through it, and we're going to talk about reality and what that is, and, and then this particular show and what that is and all that great stuff. Then we're going to talk about her music, man, and, and what she's got going on. So you guys sit tight. Hold right there. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned into Rodney Perry Live. Uh, when we come back, we're talking to Miss Kelsey Nicole. Don't go nowhere, y'all. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Mill. Check out the website, humormillmag.com. Humor Mill, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Guess what time it is? It's time for Off the Chain to come back. That's right. Off the Chain is coming back. New comics, brand new show, brand new stage. Rodney Perry's in full effect. I got new clothes, baby. They done hooked me up. The show is going down. January 14th on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. Force down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anything with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, eat a Snickers. Why is that, Chief? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better? Better. Now let's go work! Yeah! Yeah! Go get him, guys. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. I love those commercials. Hey, y'all, this is your boy, Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. It's time to get into the show in full effect. Um, let's bring this young lady on the line. I had a pleasure of meeting her face-to-face. My first question, Miss Kelsey, is do blondes have more fun? Yes, blondes have way more fun, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I got to be honest, man, uh, a lot of times you meet people, you know, you, you cross people's path, and, you know, some people are cool and some people are whack, and, you know, you struck me as a really cool lady just, you know, as my first impression. I think first impressions are everything. Um, are you nice? I am. I'm as sweet as pie, I swear it. Um, I, <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. Shout out to all the Aquariuses out there. But we, we're happy very, birthday. very yeah, Happy birthday coming so, up. Huh? I say happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. But as an Aquarius, we're very sweet people until you cross us, and then it's hell to pay. Oh, my God. Know? 
You are you are preaching to the choir. I got about four Aquariuses in this house, including my wife. And this, this is what I always say about Aquarius. Y'all love hard. Like, if yeah. Aquarius love you, you got the best person in the world, but you also mm-hmm. got the most crazy person in the world. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all definitely love hard. Let's talk about this couples therapy. You um you you you're on this reality show, and you really kind of got to bear your soul on a lot of levels, man. What's that been like for you? Um, it's been tough. I mean, it, it to to be somewhere, you know, and with people you don't know, and mm-hmm. um out of your element, you know, out of your comfort zone, um, no TV, no radio, no music, no, it's just all about really being there with your spouse, in your, with yourself, in your own feelings and facing them head on, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been tough, but it's been beautiful getting into the process okay. and, and to be, you know, seeing what it's bringing out of us, so. Man, I, I got a chance to see see some of the clips. Uh, it seems like y'all are really being pushed as a couple. You know, I, I've been married 17 years. I don't know if me and my wife could make it through what y'all been through. Um, <laughs> what's it like? I mean, I, at some point, I imagine the camera kind of fade away and, and you're just kind of living in that moment. What's it like? Speak to the therapy itself because, you know, as black people, we, we really shy away from therapy. So speak to how the therapy has affected you. <clears throat> it definitely um, helped me learn a lot about myself. Um, having to dig back into my past, um, that helped me realize that some of the things that I've been through even now after years and years later affect the decisions that I make as far as love and relationships. And um, it could be in a good way and in a bad way. So having to face the past definitely had an effect on me and made me open my eyes to realize that I um, need to change my mindset when it comes to um, making decisions about love and relationships because it's still kind of based off some of the ways that my past affected me, you know? Mm, got um, it. You know, uh, they're very, very professional um, therapists. They, this is what they do, and they know exactly what they're doing. And to pull some of the things out of of me that they did, it shocked me. Like the way that it, that I kind of gave in to the process shocked me because I I didn't know I honestly didn't know what to expect, but I didn't think that I was gonna throw up all that I did, you know. <laughs> so um, it had a very very positive effect, you know, on me. It it has you know thus far in it, and I, I think it's you know definitely gonna get better. It's gonna get greater, and I'm I'm excited. So. Definitely, um, everybody, stay tuned because it's, it's, it's going to get really, really good, okay? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Miss Kelsey Nicole. You can go to our website. That's heykelsey.com. 
Uh, she's on Facebook. Uh, that's the Kelsey Nicole. That's K E L S E Y N Y K O L E. And on Twitter, the same, the Kelsey Nicole. And Instagram is the Kelsey Nicole. Your Instagram is bananas. You know, I mean, you know I, I'm like, I'm kind of halfway stalking your videos and your pictures and stuff. And I'm like, man, you have a great life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I feel like I'm really, like, stalking her. Like, it's like you seem to be really transparent. Uh, with, with social media nowadays, are, are there any ever any reservations as to what you're going to put out to your fans? Um. <clears throat> Yes and no. Um, I definitely, I, I, I'm, I'm me all day, every day, regardless of, you know, who I'm in front of. And I think I, I've grown to know that um, being me and not, you know, putting on some, you know, facade or fake little, you know, attitude in front of people, um, just being me is what, you know, people are attracted to. So. I mean, I don't want to be upset and angry and decide to post a video and, you know, vent to, you know, no, I don't want, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to express that that side of me to, you know, to anybody because that's, you know, problems, anger, whatever I need to deal with on my own. Um, but just me being me, having fun, doing me, singing and whatnot, that's who I am and that's what I do. So that's what I put out there. And, you know, the people respond to it and, and they love it because it's me and that's that's who I want them to see is me, you know, the me that I am now. I love it. You're, you're known as the Midwest Princess. Yes. Where in the Midwest? I'm from the heart of the Midwest, smack dab in the middle, Indianapolis, Indiana. You from Naprol? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all wild yeah. in Naprol, boy. Yeah, I, I, love, I love, I love Indianapolis. Um, you haven't always been blonde on top. Uh, mm-hmm. I ask about this because your hair is like kind of become your signature. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's on your website. Um, was that your choice, or did your stylist say, "Hey, I want to try something"? Like, how did this 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 like powerful statement come to be? You know, I am uh, a former hairstylist. Is what I. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I do my own hair. I don't let anybody touch my hair. I've been doing my own hair since I was about 12 years old. There's only a handful of people in the world that can say they they Nicole, stop right there. You do your own hair? Yes, yes. (laughs) You you flat iron. Wait a minute, Kelsey. You flat iron this fly-ass haircut I'm looking at right now? Yes, I do my own hair. I don't let you touch my hair. You're killing the guy. (laughs) <laughs> and the actual style, um, my hair's been blonde for years, um, mm-hmm. a couple, to be exact, and almost. And um, I, I had a dream about this hairstyle. And oh, wow. And where it came from, but I had a dream, a vivid, vivid, vivid dream about this hairstyle. And the next day, um, I went into the salon and I did it. And I mean, it came out. I was so excited. I jumped for joy because it came out exactly how my dream. And I didn't know why I had the dream. And I didn't know why I was so excited about this hairstyle. But it, I've been wearing it ever since. 
is my favorite. Everybody wow. loved it. You know, they were so attracted to it. It got me a lot of business and clientele. So I was like, yeah, this is something special. And yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's awesome. That's such a great story. Let, let's talk about, of, of course, your couples therapy on VH1 with, you know, legendary hip-hop icon from the Wu-Tang, Ghostface Killer. But you know, as I as I learn more about you, I'm like, this girl is dope. Like you're you're an artist, you're a songwriter. Um, mm-hmm. Is there ever a sense of like, yo, this is what I am, though? You know what I'm saying? Do you are you all, are you in the process of introducing yourself, even though you're on this show? I I am. I believe um, the more and more the show goes on, the more and more you know people want to know, and so they're searching and they're looking. It's definitely a a new introduction to to everybody, especially with my music. And the response uh, from people about the music is beautiful, and I love it, and I'm excited because I've been working hard, you know, as an artist, independent artist, for four years, you know, before mm. goes, before, you know, everything. This has been my love, my dream, really since I was a little girl, but pursuing it professionally, you know, it's been four years, and, you know, um, the response from people who have seen me perform, who have heard the music has been, you know, great, you know, um, ever since, the be- you know, the beginning. But uh, now, since it's, you know, on a other level, I have a, there's a new platform, you know, people are so much more interested in who I am and what I do, and when they look up the music, the response is beautiful, and I'm really excited about the music and just, because it's, you know, it's, it's, from my past music to now, it's just on a whole other level. The transformation and the evolution definitely shows in the music. I'm definitely extremely excited for everybody to hear, you know, the new music and to put it out there to the world and to start, start, you know, really hardcore pursuing the dream even more than what I have in the past four years. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an R&B headband. How, how would you describe your style? I would describe um, the genre more uh, urban pop, but it's very mm. sexy, very edgy. Uh, it's fun music. Um, but, yeah, I would, in three words, probably sexy, edgy, fun. That, well, you know what? That's what you – I mean, just that's my impression. She's like, I'm like, she's sexy. she got a little edge. She's fun. Mm-hmm. She seemed like a fun mm-hmm. lady. You know, mm-hmm. what, what's your spare time like? Like, I mean, as you're getting busy, like, how do you make time for you? What What, is, what do you do? <clears throat> I definitely, absolutely have to find time um, for my music uh, on a daily basis. Um, when, it's, when it's time for me to focus on me, I sit. I listen to music, I meditate, I work out. That's, like, one of my favorite things to do is work out. And then um, it's a must for me to find time for for my music on a daily basis, Uh, whether it's two hours of, you know, um, my my vocal warm-ups and and whatnot, or whether it's hours of me, you know, in the mirror dancing, making up dance moves, you know, for my show. Um, I definitely always want to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. So, uh, that's my. That's the most important thing right now for me is, you know, to be ready to take on the world with with this with this music. That's that's the dream and the goal. So I definitely on a daily basis make time for that. So, 
Um, but in the midst of me going to events and doing radio and, you know, whatnot, um, I, you know, you make time for what you what you want to make time for. You know, it's, it's not about right. whether time is whether you make time. So I definitely make time for, for that and to definitely uh, keep in touch with my family. Um mm-hmm. That is that's very much what keeps me grounded. Um, so yeah. Now, now I, I know I know you've had an opportunity to work with people like you know Lil Kim, and you've been on tour. And is there is there a camaraderie a camaraderie among the women in the game? Like, have you felt like oh are are the ladies welcoming to you? You know what I mean? Your peers. It feels like it, <laughs> whether they're really genuine, I don't know. But when they approach me, um, it mm-hmm. feels as though they they have a taken a, a great liking to me, you know, um, just from what they see on TV. Um, I get a lot that just, you know, like like you said, when you meet someone and you feel their energy and their spirit, I get a lot that, you know, it's all, you know, good feedback. So um, I've had a lot of people just – take a, a immediate liking to me and you know it seems as though they're very supportive of me and what I do thus far so yeah I think there is a definite support with women because we don't get it you know like we should I feel um, the women in the industry and when you know we real recognize real you know what I'm saying and hard work recognize hard work and people respect that you know especially nowadays more than talent sometimes the hard work is what gets the recognition and the work ethic so um, when I've run into other women, you know, in the industry, it seems like all love and support, honestly. Man, I, I'm watching the Grammys last night. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce, a, an incredible performance. Is that something we can look for in the future from you and Ghostface? <laughs> um, you can definitely look forward to some, some music. Uh, music collaboration with me and Ghost. I can I can say that much. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, we got some things in the in the make in the making. So yeah, keep a lot. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> so so what, what's in the works right now, Kelsey? I mean, what's what's cracking? Like, I mean, is is are you working on? Are you in the studio? Are you creating? I mean, I'm sure you're always creating because you're not only. Uh, you know, uh, 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 an artist, but you're a songwriter too, right? Yes, yes. I do write. Um, as a little girl, I thought that all artists wrote their own music, so uh, that's what I've been doing uh, since I was a kid, you know, just dreaming, you know, of being a great entertainer. Um, so, yes, I definitely write, um, definitely uh, recording you know, in the studio, uh, building my catalog uh, for my own projects and for um, placement and shopping, the music, you know, opportunities of that nature. Um, So, yes, definitely uh, working on new music, recording, and and building that catalog so we can, you know, um, keep, keep the music coming, you know. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you something, Kelly. The 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 lines are blowing up. People, they they love your voice. They must be stalking your Facebook page like I did. They uh, <laughs> they, they must be on your Twitter page. You go check her out. Hit Kelsey up right now. We're live. Hit her up. She's at the Kelsey the Cole. That's K E L S E Y N Y K O L E. Now, were you born Kelsey the Cole with a N Y K O L E? I was not. 
<laughs> but um, with the name being so common, I definitely wanted to put a, a cute twist on it and make it, you know, mm-hmm. different. Um, so the NYK came actually from an old stage name that I used to have. I used to go by Nikki D, and my <laughs> Nikki was spelled NYK. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to tell you, this is what I know about Nikki B, okay? Nikki B, Nikki B was nominated for Underground Music Award in 2012. Mm-hmm. Nikki B was getting it. Mixtape yeah. of the year, you know, mm-hmm. all of that great stuff, man. All these accolades, Kelsey, man, what's it like as, you, as you're on this journey? And what would you say to that little girl that's you know you know singing into her her uh, little little play microphone now as she makes her journey. What advice would you give her? Um, thus far on the journey, I would definitely say it's been beautiful, but it's been hard work. It is a full time job on top of a full time job on top of a full time job. Mm. Um, it's a cakewalk. Um, it's definitely. I would tell that little girl to keep dreaming, to keep singing, and don't let anybody tell her that her dream is too big or that she's out of her mind for dreaming, you know, to be whatever it is that she wants to be, a singer, a doctor, a lawyer, uh, you know, whatever it may be. I would definitely let them know that, you know, um, everything that we see, now came from a vision and a dream and it manifests into reality because they put the work and the effort into making that vision and that dream a reality. And, you know, um, as long as you have a vision and you know what you want with your life, go for it and work hard toward it. Do your research on it and do whatever it takes, you know, and, to, to make that dream come true. Energy that you put out into this world is what you get back. And as long as you believe in what it is that you want and you believe in your dreams, that will definitely come true. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Miss Kelsey Nicole. You can check her out on Twitter. She's at the Kelsey Nicole, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff. She's got it all locked in at the Kelsey Nicole. I tell y'all what, I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to see I don't know if she's willing to do this, but I, I ain't going to put you on the spot. But if you want, we might be able to get her to go Acapulco. Y'all stay right there. This is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We'll be right back. What should I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? Guess what time it is? It's time for Off the Chain to come back. That's right. Off the Chain is coming back. New comics, brand new show, brand new stage. Rodney Perry's in full effect. I got new clothes, baby. They done hooked me up. The show is going down. January 14th on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. Hi. You are not going to believe this. 
I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste, 60% less sugar. Mmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are gonna. Yeah, they're gonna be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Hey, y'all, it's your boy, Roddy Perry. We are back. I'm talking to Miss Kelsey Nicole. Uh, you can uh, check her out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media sites. She's a singer, a songwriter, and you can catch her currently on VH1's Couples Therapy, uh, where she and Ghostface Killer of Wu-Tang fame are finding their way, making their way through the uh, relationship rigors right in front of our eyes. Um, uh, that's got to be uh, an awesome experience to be on television and and really be going through it on a on a real level. Uh, I, I commend mm-hmm. you for that. Like I say, I don't know if me and my wife could make it eight minutes because you know we've been cussed each other out, so I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, can, is, is there? Can, would you mind giving us a little taste? Can we? Can we hear? Kelsey Nicole, I mean, I hate to put you on the spot, but I've been, we, my sister been trying to find the music. We can't find it. We need to, we need to, where can we get the music first? Let's do that. Let's, let's talk about that. Right now, um, my official single will be out at the end of February, March. Um, okay. It's called WTF. Everybody knows what. WTF stands for. Um, I know. But, what the uh, fuck? Yes, I know. We can say it. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> but right now, a song that I uh, recorded with uh, super producer Looney Tunes, he did Rihanna oh, wow. song in future. Yeah, it's it's if for some reason it's 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 leaking out over the internet. So um, if y'all search "Can't Feel My Legs" produced by Looney Tunes. Y'all can find that in, um, on YouTube. I actually have some music. I have a, uh, a webisode called Eyes of a Dreamer, and um, you can definitely peep some music on there. And it's a very intimate um, kind of a documentary of a day in the life of, of me. So y'all can definitely check out uh, some music there. Um, so. What's heels on? Okay. All right. There's a stranger in the house It took a while to figure out There's no way you can be who you see You gotta be someone else Cause he wouldn't touch me like that And he wouldn't treat me like you do he would adore me, he wouldn't ignore me, so I convinced there's a stranger in my house. Come on, man. Let me tell you something. You know you didn't, Kelsey Nicole. Let me tell you something. First of all, I got to thank you for even <laughs> attempting to do that because artists don't do that. For anybody listening right now, artists don't just be singing, you know, without, without some notice. And for you to do that, that was completely awesome. And you murdered it. 
at the same time, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm officially on board, Kelsey. I'm a fan. I'm, I want to be a new a and I'm just a small-town boy with a small record company, but I work hard for my artists. Thank you. <laughs> what, what, what do you want? I mean, I'm, I look on iTunes. I see uh, Heels On, which is a single. Uh, which it got, uh, you know, look like you got straight baby oiled up for this photo shoot. <laughs> um, that is actually um, a song that I recorded years ago um, that, um, I, you know, it, it's, it's out there. There's music out there. If you search Kelsey yeah. Nicole. Google, like there's music out there. There's, it's a lot of um, my past um, uh, recordings and music and songs that I was pushing, you know, before as right. an indie artist. So um, it's definitely out there. And Hills On, um, definitely a very sexy, sexy song. Um, and a lot of people really, really, really love that song. So um, that is on iTunes. Go and check it out. Copy yeah. it. It's on the night stand, you know. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, I mean, it, and it's a very popular joint. Um, let me ask you this. I mean, because I don't know. Do you, are, are you considered full figured? Full figured. No, I am. You, when I met you, you didn't seem like a big girl to me, but, I mean, you know, I know what we think is a, a, a thick woman and what Hollywood says is thick is two different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the Hollywood sells as thick or full figure, they would probably consider me that. But I'm, I'm, I am, I'm not um, fat. I'm not I am very slim fit. I, I, would, I would consider myself slim thick. I, I, I could say that. Slim thick. I, I would consider myself that. Come on. We need to coin that word. I like that slim thick. Slim thick. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Hey, 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 sis, I got to thank you for coming on the data. Her website is heykelsey.com. Our Facebook page is D Kelsey Nicole. That's K E L S E Y N Y K O L E. I can't thank you enough for coming on, sis. Um, she's on VH1 right now on couples therapy. Let's all be nosy and really go in and watch her and Ghostface Killer work their way through this. Um, man, I, I can see you guys are getting really down, and uh, and it's not a game. So I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And, and we gotta, I got, we gotta get an Instagram joint. I gotta get, I gotta get whoever took that picture of us. We gotta taunt them down. <laughs> I, I agree. They need to get guys. Mm-hmm. They need to be got. Hey, sis, thank you so much for coming on today, and uh, um, we're gonna continue to support you. And let's do this. When when your joint drop in February, come back and let's let's talk about it and play it. Oh, most definitely, definitely, all day, definitely, yeah. definitely, we gotta do that. All right, no doubt. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tune in, Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Miss Kelsey Nicole. Kelsey just sung Acapulco. What? <laughs> They ain't ready for it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. Y'all hang on. We come back, and we're going to talk about your money. That's right. We got Miss Madam Money coming on. If you got any money issues, um, one thing I know as, as a, a, a person that's, that's had opportunity to make some money over the past few years is that a lot of times we don't know about money until we have it. 
We got Miss Madam Money going to come on, and she's going to take your questions, and we're going to give it to her. So if you want to talk, give us a call, 718-305-6383. When we come back, we'll be talking to Miss Madam Money. Thank you, Kelsey Nicole. Y'all follow her on Instagram, Twitter, the whole night. We'll be right back. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that, or that, or this, that, no, not this, definitely not this, it hurts, but I kind of like it. Mm. Yeah, KFC. Original recipe. Original recipe? Mm. Dad, I think you ate the bones. I did what? You ate the bones. I ate the bones? I ate the bones? I ate the bones? KFC Original Recipe, now available without the bone. Freshly prepared white or dark meat chicken, boneless and skinless. Get four delicious mouth-watering pieces in your next 10-piece mixed bucket for $14.99. Today tastes so good. Hey, I'm your boy Rodney Perry. We are back in full effect. We're live. It's Monday afternoon. It's 2.34 Eastern Standard Time, and you are listening to me live. That's right. Call in. Talk to your boy. The number is 718-305-6383. You can call. You can just listen. If you want to talk to us, please press 1. If you want to talk, please press 1, and uh, I'll get to you. Um, Let me bring on my next guest. Uh, this young lady, I had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, her name is Tara Jackson, but she's known as the financial fixer. Tara, welcome to the Rodney Perry Live Show. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Hey, hey, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. She's at TaraJackson.com. She's Miss Madam Money, you know, right. and usually anytime I – I didn't had dealings with a madam. It cost me money, so I'm glad you're gonna help me. <laughs> I'm glad you're gonna help me keep some of my money. Um, w- w- tell me about what you got going on. First of all, I know you're an author. Uh, I know you're you're going around and you're helping people. Uh, talk. Let's talk about money. All right, let's talk about money. Well, um, again, I am Madam Money, and I wrote a book called Financial Fornication. And so we can really Uh-oh. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let him use um, you. Let I, <laughs> I help people fix their financial situation. So I come from the – I have a lending background, a collections background. I've been an executive of financial institutions. And so I know the game on the financial institution side. And so when I resigned from an executive position at a financial institution in 2012, my passion has been helping – uh, consumers understand that game, understand how the financial institutions play it, and then understand how they can get advantages of it, whether it is saving more, whether it's uh, debt elimination, whether it is restoring their credit or, you know, repairing um, their credit and so forth. So that is my passion. I do a lot of uh, training sessions, facilitations, national and international workshops, um, but I, I also do private one-on-one sessions as well. But that's what I do. I love helping and teaching people about money. Financial fornication. Yeah, I think. What yeah. is financial fornication? Okay, all right. See, what will happen, right? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> 
so I came up with the book Financial Fornications for two reasons. One, there is, you know, you look on TV, everybody's okay with talking about who they slept with yesterday, but nobody wants to talk about their crappy credit. And so I I decided to combine the two. Since everybody understands relationships, physical, emotional, uh, we actually have physical and emotional relationships with money. We just didn't understand it. So I talk about how people are financially promiscuous with their credit cards. And they go out. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a bona fide hoe with my card, okay? <laughs> well, see, I have, an, I have my second book coming out this year. It's called Confessions of a Financial Fornicator. So I completely understand. I'm not, I'm not a saint. So it comes with love because I've experienced the pain of being a financial hoe. It's okay. It's wow. okay. There are cures. You know, people are having all these financial one-night stands, you know, buying a whole bunch of stuff with credit when they should be using cash. And then they, instead of, you know, a one-night stand is supposed to be a short-term relationship. It's supposed to be over. But we end up having these long-term financial relationships by only paying the minimum payment for things that we bought mm. on our credit. And so we end up with financial wow. STDs, which is substantially tremendous oh. debt. And so wow. I'm the you, financial. You got to slow. You got to wait a minute, Tara. You got to slow that whole little run down. Break that down for my audience a little slower. I, you got to find out the STD, which is a what? Financial STD is substantially tremendous debt. Wow. And, nice. And so someone called me the final gyno. I don't know how they got that, but I know pure <laughs> financial STD. <laughs> Yeah, that's my life, yeah. So, um, but, you know, and I also teach people how to financially date financial institutions because there's a process. There's a five-step phase. It's just like when you date a man, there's some things that you can and can't do or you shouldn't and shouldn't do or you should or shouldn't do mm. on the first date. And so I help them not to be taken advantage of financially or end up in financially abusive relationships by following my five steps. Wow, that, that's awesome, man. I mean, I, I really like using this analogy of, of fornication because I think it kind of gets people's attention. And, you mm-hmm. know, I said at the top of the show, um, a lot of us get money but don't understand money until we get it. How can right. we begin to understand money before we get it? How can we, how can we teach our children? How can we prepare them? Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the that's one of the um, egg before the the egg and the chicken type scenario because the schools don't teach it. It's not required in the schools to understand money management and credit management. They rely on the parents to do that. But how are the parents going to do it if nobody ever taught them? And so wow. I encourage parents, you know, with this age of you know in the internet, you know, there's a lot of people spend more than eight to ten to twelve, sometimes more than that, hours on social media. So there's a lot of information. I even provide a lot of free information on my website at website at tarajackson.com or madammoney.com. And, you know, there's also different free opportunities to participate in certain things. It's just that when people aren't ready to do something, no matter how much we give it for and whether it's free or not, they're not going to take it. So when people are ready you know, there's, you know, it's like me losing weight. I'm a big girl. I love to eat, right? So I know what to do. I know I need to get my big butt and go to the gym. But when I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of being a bat, 
then I'm going to go. And I need parents to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being in the financial situation they're in and make sure their children aren't in that situation. And so I'm definitely a resource. There's a lot of different resources out there. They call me the urban Susie Orman. I haven't figured out if that's a compliment or not. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there, there are a lot of resources that are out there. Um, you can actually go to your local credit union or your bank that you go to and ask for assistance. Um, the main thing that you're going to have to do is to read. If you, you know, read basic certain things, go out and read blogs, go out and Google. Google is my friend. So people don't have to yeah. know everything about money. They just have the desire to want to know, and they'll find it. Hey, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We are live in full effect. Give us a call, 718-305-6383. We're talking to Miss Tara Jackson or Miss Madam Money. Uh, we're, t- we're talking about money, man. I really wanted to talk to you as we as we get into this new year because this is kind of a reboot for most people where they kind of, you know, reevaluate what they've been doing. What are the mistakes that people generally make, you know, as we approach this tax season? Well, a lot of people make the mistake of not having a plan. So we don't ever plan to fail. We fail to plan. Everybody's heard that. But not planning your for your money your money makes your plan for you. And so your money will dictate if you can take off from work. Your money will dictate if you can go on vacation. Your money will dictate if you can pay a bill. And that's because we don't take control over our money and we don't plan for our money. So the first mistake is that we don't plan our money and we plan it through a spending plan or a budget. So whichever psychological time is better for you, whether it's a budget or a spending plan for us spenders out there, um, it's better to manage or to take control of your finances by creating a plan. The next thing is that we are financially promiscuous. We go out and, you know, we want what we want when we want it. Um, We don't think about the consequences later. We just go out and, you know, utilize different, you know, not just one credit card. We go out and we we use multiple. We really financial holes. We need to really stop that. So I would say calm that down. If you have one credit card that you're going to use, give yourself a budget, and or use cash, use your debit card and set yourself, or those prepaid cards, set yourself on a budget with a prepaid card. But being financially promiscuous is one. The other thing that really hurts us um, is that we don't save. And so when tragedy strikes or emergencies come up, you know, if we don't have the money saved up to protect ourselves for that, we have to go borrow. That's going to add another strain to us. And so my thing right. is you don't have to save hundreds of dollars every month. You start where you are. If you have a dollar you can save a month, start there. Just start saving something. You, you know, it's interesting, the, the concept of saving. My, my wife was always big on saving. And for me, and, and I think you just kind of spoke to this, like, the verbiage of saving for a rainy day, I was just against that. You know, to me that was like, you know, that I, that whole concept meant that God wouldn't continue to supply our needs. And so it took for me to read a book. I read a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And right, right. They, 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 they talk about saving, but he talks about, he, he, he frames it differently. He calls it paying yourself. And so that was a that was a better way for me to really for it to click in my brain other than saving. Let's talk about 
our language as it as it relates to money. And I, I love this analogy of fornication and promiscuity because it kind of gives you a new language to face, you know, in terms of our money. So let's talk about, like, how, how different people process the language of money differently. Well, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I am a, I'm innately a spender. Okay, so I am a, you know, hi, my name is Tara Jackson. I am a financial fornicator. I'm probably going to start a company called Financial Fornicators Anonymous. But us as spenders, we, we, uh, we comprehend uh, money language or the fiscal, um, I call it being fiscally bilingual, and I'm actually a fiscal translator mm. for a lot of people. But um, with spenders, we don't, con- we don't understand or we just can't comprehend saving. Like, for example, window shopping, I can't understand what that is. That, that makes absolutely no sense to me. That, that, that's so asinine to me. That, that is like telling an alcoholic to go window shopping in a liquor store. It just makes no it's sense to me at all. Yeah. And so when you understand you embrace who you are and how you are, then you can start managing money appropriately. So I don't do budgets. When I hear budgets, I hear diet. When I hear diet, I hear die. I hear deprivation. That means I can't eat when I want. And so then I'm going to rebel and splurge. And so that's what spenders do on budgets. We splurge because we feel deprived. And so what I have is I have a spending plan because I like to spend money. And so I actually spend on my savings. I spend on my tithes to church. I spend mm. on, you know, bills. There's certain things that I'm spending. So I embrace my psychological um, situation there as it relates to money because when I was brought up, whether we were happy, sad, family gatherings, funerals, weddings, or whatever, what did we do? We spent money, whether it was on food, whether it was traveling or whatever. And if we didn't have the money, we borrowed the money to spend. And so that is how I was brought up. So my natural instinct is to spend money, and when I don't, I feel something's wrong. And there's a lot of people that are dealing with that, and they don't understand why they can't get ahead with their savings and so forth. You just have to change your language and how you, you uh, comprehend that fiscal language or that money language. Man, that, that's such an uh, uh, awesome way you put that because I'm like – that makes sense to me, a spending plan versus a, a saving plan. I, I get that, you know, and, and uh, I think a lot of us get it. Let's, let's do this. How can we put some more money in your pocket, Tara? Where can people get the book? You can actually get the book on my website at tarajackson.com, T-A-R-R-A, jackson.com. It's also available on amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. It's available on Kindle as well. So if you're sitting there on your phone, you've got a Kindle going and download that for me. Um, I also um, I do a private coaching, one-on-one coaching sessions. I have a big one that's coming up. Um, that ranges from having an investment in yourself, which is very important, important down to if you want to just have the training for free, and you can actually get that information on madammoney.com, which is M-O, excuse me, M-A-D-A-M-M-O-N-E-Y, and we start that. That's your financial lifestyle transformation program. It's going to be awesome. Um, and it's a virtual coaching program. So, again, there's something for people that just want to try it out for free. There's some people that want to, you know, delve into the coaching, and there's some really deep, deep coaching um, and counseling if you want to do that. So you can find that information there. And also, you know, invite me to come out and speak to your churches, organizations, youth groups, 
um, sororities, fraternities. I love going out and talking about money. The thing is, a lot of people don't like talking about finances because it's really a boring, bad thing. So I, I like making finances fun. So, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun with it. I'm mad at money. Why not? I, I love it. You, you're killing it on so many levels. The website is beautiful. Go to TaraJackson.com. Um, she's an author, a speaker, an educator. Um, how, how did you get in this lane, Tara? I mean, of course, you got the background uh, in, in, as a professional, but what made you want to impart this wisdom on the on the masses? Well, the reason why I decided to to do this as far as helping people is because I've made so many. Um, financial, well, expensive mistakes. So, you know, on my um, on my blog, I talk about you know foreclosure confession, and you know why I had to tell my bank to kiss my you know what. And so I talk about <laughs> the emotional <laughs> the emotional toll it took on me to have to do that, but why I had to do that. You know, one of the reasons why was because my house couldn't swim; it was underwater. So, um, and I explained what that meant. Uh, but because I dealt with the student loans, with the collection agencies, and also because I was on the other side as a financial institution where I had to foreclose on people and I had to uh, repossess cars and I had to, you know, take people to court, I understand um, why financial institutions have to do it and I understand how they do it. And so my thing was, you know, consumers are playing checkers and financial institutions are playing chess. And so I just wanted to make sure it was a level playing field and that everybody understood the rules of the game and everybody was playing the same game so everybody has an opportunity to win. Now, all, you know, banks and financial institutions, you know, other financial institutions, they're not always cheating because they have, you know, the rule keeper, which is, you know, your government. Um, but, you know, finance, but consumers do need to understand certain laws and regulations as to why financial institutions can do what they do sometimes. Wow, man! I mean, such. I mean, you you really make it really clear uh, to me, um, and I I think that's kind of what you need with money. You need some clarity. I mean, you spoke to mortgages. I mean, I we we have a home here in Atlanta, um, and I start doing the math. Uh, my wife and I sat down the other day, and I I did my monthly payment times the thirty years that I you know that my mortgage is supposed to. I will have paid like three times the value of my home right now. Absolutely. Is, is, is there is, the only way around it is to pay off early, or do I need to do I need to um, uh, do a, a refi? You know, it, you know, are the rates lower now? I mean, I mean, how do mm -hmm. I pay attention to that? Because I'm, mm -hmm. you know, people. I don't know who to believe because I get, I get like the people at the bank, I always feel like they're trying to get me. You know, I always get, you know, people telling me maybe it's time to refine. I'm like, I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. want to be one of those people that move every time the market jump. Mm -hmm. Well, keep in mind the, the, primary, um, the primary focus of financial institutions is to make money. And the number one way, one of the number one ways we make money is through loan interest income. So anytime we ask you to okay. refinance, it's because we're going to make more money off of you. That, that's just, it is what it is. Mm, now, wow. it, may be a, it may be a good opportunity for you to refinance, but you have to be careful when they refinance you back to 30 years. So they're getting more interest off of you longer. Now maybe, you know, ah. less overall, but we're still going to get 30 years after you. So if you're, going to, if you're going to refinance, I would try to see if you can refinance at a lower interest rate at the same term that you've left off. That's an option there. The other option is instead of paying monthly payments, pay by weekly payments. 
because your interest is based on a monthly. It's an it's your average monthly your average monthly balance. So if you, if you pay at 30 days, interest is accruing for 30 days, and majority of your payment is going to go to interest first, then fees, then your principal. So in the in the beginning, very little is going to go to your principal. That's why they make so much money off of the interest. So what you want to do is you want to pay it maybe every 15 days, maybe do semi-monthly payments or bi-weekly payments because then you're reducing the days of interest that you'll have to pay, and more money will go towards your principal. And that's going to help accelerate your payoff of your mortgage as well. And you can do that. Okay, hey, okay, hold, on, hold on. Wait a minute. Let me understand this. So let's say my payment is 2000 a month. If I take okay. that 2000 and pay it, like instead of paying it once once at the end of the month, if I play it throughout the course of the month, that would affect my interest? It's not going to affect the amount of interest. It's going to affect the amount of interest you will have to pay because you're only paying for 15 days' worth of interest versus 30. Mm. So say if you pay, say if you pay um, instead of 2000 a month, you pay 1000 on the 15th and then another 1000 when it's due. You've accumulated your $2,000 okay. payment, however, you made you made semi monthly payments, so you're you're paying off the interest for 15 days. So on your second payment, more money is going to go towards your interest because you paid you paid most of your interest. I mean, to your oh, principal, you paid both your interest. That's interesting. I think we got to call um, call you on the line, Roddy Perry Live. You got something for Miss Madam Money? Hi, Miss Madam Money. How are you doing today? I am wonderful, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing good. I have a question. The payoff situation you were just talking about for mortgages, does that apply for car loans as well? It depends. You'll have to contact your financial institution. Some financial institutions, um, they don't do payoffs. They just allow you to, when you're saying pay, you're talking about early pay. Um, what do you mean by payoff with your car? Are you well, talking about the, how you um, pay it? The information you were just sharing regarding paying the uh, paying your amount, your monthly amount, Absolutely. Absolutely. That 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 I tell people all the time to do that with your car. Now it doesn't work when your payments are set up already as biweekly, but if your payment is set up as a monthly, as long as you satisfy that monthly payment by that due date, I would pay, you know, some money in between that time so you reduce the amount of interest, and that's going to accelerate or help you pay off that um, loan faster. And I say do that with your car, with any installment loans that you have, as well as your home. Great, great. Also, I'm a single woman, and um, a lot of people encourage me to buy a home versus um, buying a condo or renting an apartment or something. And I understand what they're saying as far as, having a home and, and what you are getting out of the home with equity and everything. But my thing is this, if I'm renting an apartment for cheaper, um, then I will be paying for mortgage a month, and I'm saving that money and rolling it over into a Roth IRA, wouldn't having that money accessible and saving in the interest I'm making on that be just as secure as having equity in my home? Um, yes, and I love the way you think. Your, your, your thought process is if I'm renting and if I can pay less and put it into a retirement, you're thinking long-term future, which is awesome. Exactly. Now, having, having equity in your home, and, and I'll tell you now, I rent. And the reason why is because I've owned three homes. 
And so owning homes is just not about the mortgage. It's, all, you know, the principal and interest. You still have insurance. You still have electricity. You still have maintenance. And I'm a lazy chick. So, you know, I'd rather for somebody to mow my lawn. But if you own a home, you have to buy it. Now, I'm not telling people not to buy a home, but I'm saying just be realistic with the expenses that come to it because it's not equal. Just because your mortgage may be less doesn't mean your expenses overall are going to be less if you're renting, so be realistic. But I love the way you think because your thought process is, yeah, I may be renting, I don't have equity, but long term, I'm going to have a big, hefty savings in my Roth IRA, so when I retire, when everybody else is renting, you can buy a house in cash. How about that? On the real, Madam Money, and thank you for the call, sis, on the real, nobody has equity. Nobody, nobody has equity right now. Exactly. Give me some. Really? For real. You, know, you probably do it way better than those of us that are homeowners because the reality is, I mean, me and my wife talked about this the other day, we still written. I own this house. I mean, I live in it. I got to cut the grass, but I do not own this house, you know, exactly. because keep, keep my in mind, Keep in mind that you're absolutely right. The bank owns your house. You don't own your house. The bank owns it as long as there are mortgage on there. So technically, you're still renting. It's just that you get to own it after you pay it off after 30 years. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let's talk about that lastly. I, I know you got a couple of things coming up I want to talk about. Uh, and, and, caller, thanks for the call. What's your name, sis? Tanisha. Oh, thank, thank you Tanisha. for the call, Felicia. You're welcome. All right. So so let, let's, let's do this. Um, um, in, in reference, in reference to that, uh, I, I read somewhere that you should never own your house, like because of the taxes. And if if you do, if you if they say if you had the money, you shouldn't pay your house off. Is that true? Well, I mean, I wouldn't pay. Well, depend. It depends on the situation. Every situation is is you know different. If I had a house, the best thing for me when I own my house is that I could write off the interest on the taxes. That was the best thing because if I didn't have my home, I would have owed taxes. So owning a mm-hmm. home is an awesome tax write-off. Uh, I okay. wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't tell people to um, pay cash for a house because until the market goes back up, it's relatively a, I wouldn't say a depreciating item, but it's a slowly appreciating item until the market gets back up, and so you run mm-hmm. the risk of losing some of your cash. When right. you try to sell it, if you try to sell it. Now, if, if you're going to pay it off, if you're going to pay it off and use it as rental property and make income off of it, that's a whole different situation. I said go for it. Got it. Got it. Um, uh, you have a seven-week financial transformation seminar starting February 3rd. Um, t- tell us about that and where is it going to be located and where can people get to be a part of it's actually a virtual coaching session, so everything is online. And so um, nice. you can have, you know, I, I send emails with lessons and um, helpful tips and templates. I also, every Monday or sometimes it's going to be on Wednesdays because February 11th is my birthday. I'm an Aquarius too. Shout out. Okay. Shout out to your wife. And shout out yeah. to the young lady that was on there before. We're awesome. Aquarius yeah. is just awesome. You guys and are great. So, um, and so we have um, online seminars. The first one is talking about money mindset. So we have Clyde Anderson of CNN. We have Kenny Hugh, uh, Pugh of Black Entertainment. 
um, a, a black enterprise, I mean, and so we have a whole uh, channel of marvelous men that's going to talk about money mindsets so that we can be successful in our financial trans- transformation because it all starts with the mind. The hardest muscle in the body to change is the mind. So once that's changed, everything follows suit. And so I also do one-on-one coaching, but people can find out more information about how to participate at www.madammoney.com, M-A-D-A-M-M-O-N-E-Y. Um, and definitely follow me on Twitter at Ms. Madam Money, M-S-M-A-D-A-M-M-O-N-E-Y. I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on Facebook. I'm always on Instagram. So. I love it. Hey, hey, sis, Tara, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You shared some light for me today. We got to do this again, man. I, I really want you to Absolutely. come back and and, uh, and and we can we can chop it up more, man. I know we just uh, scratched the tip of the iceberg, and uh, we're going to talk money, man. I think it's something that we as people of color, or, or even if you don't have no color, you need this conversation. So uh, it's been a Absolutely. great, great chat. Name of the show is Rodney Perry Live. That's my girl, Miss Tara Jackson. She's at tarajackson.com. She's at Madam Money. I'm sorry, Miss Madam Money. Com, and she's at Miss Matter Money on Twitter, Instagram, and all the other uh, social media sites. Holler at her. Let her know you heard her on the show today. It's been incredible, sis. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Can't wait to come back. All right, sis. Hey, hey, thank you to my guest today. Thank you to Miss Kelsey Nicole. She's at Hey Kelsey Nicole and her fellow Aquarian, Miss Tara Jackson, the financial fixer, for coming on as well. It's been an incredible show. Hey, mind your money. Mind your money. If you take care of it, it'll take care of you. My name is Rodney Perry. That's our show for today. Be good.